0: They're willing to give this money to KPFA if they can match it from contributions from the people listening right now. We have less than a minute to make that match. And we're asking you to step up for your radio station. one 800 439 Five seven three two one eight hundred. 1800 hey KPFA or online at www.kpfa.org. This is KPFA, KPFB in Berkeley, KFCF in Fresno or online at www.kpfa.org. We're asking everyone who cares about this radio station, everyone who's been with us for a few weeks, a few months, or a few years to come through to make sure that this radio station comes through the greatest recession of our lifetimes. 1-800-439-5732, 1800 hey
1: kpfa And we are going to move forward. Please keep calling. I see a number of lights lighting up. That is very encouraging. Please give a call at 510-848-5732. We move now to more special programming for you, the listener, the beneficiary of all that we do. Thanks so much for supporting us. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno and online at kpfa.org. The time is a minute past 3 p.m. Stay tuned next for continued programming.
2: And good afternoon, everyone. We have some more great programming for you this hour. I'm in Cheserich, and I'm happy to be with you this afternoon as we're going to hear from some of the top intellectuals of our time. We're going to hear a little bit from Chris Hedges, Noam Chomsky, Eduardo Galeano, Dave Zirin, and Michael Eric Dyson. So it should be an exciting hour. I hope you will stay with us. We're going to begin. With Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky is a professor of linguistics at MIT. In honor of the 40th anniversary of the publication American Power and the New Mandarins, he spoke just two weeks ago at the Riverside Church in New York City. This is Noam Chomsky.
1: The economy has also been punctuated by bubbles, financial crises, and public bailouts. So the huge bailout of Citigroup right now is. Nothing new. Something quite similar happened uh, in the early 80s to its predecessor, Citibank, thanks to the U.S. taxpayer. Uh, a few of uh, these results were described uh, right all through this period and explained by a few uh, really outstanding uh, international economists. Uh, David Felix is one. But the myth- mythology about uh, efficient markets and rational choice uh, prevailed. And that's not at all surprising. Now, these myths were highly beneficial to the to very narrow sectors of privilege and power, you know, what Adam Smith called the principal architects of policy. That's another very severe institutional and cultural crisis which persists. Now, actually the phrase golden Age of capitalism is a little misleading. Uh, it might more accurately be called, uh, state capitalism. It's worth bearing in mind that the dynamic state sector uh, was and remains a primary factor in uh, development and uh, innovation through a variety of measures uh, research and development, uh, procurement, government procurement, uh, public subsidy, regular bailouts, and other means. That's particularly true in the United States. Uh, it was done here under a Pentagon cover. As long as the cutting edge of the uh, uh, high-tech industry advanced economy was electronics-based for that, the Pentagon served as a good cover. Uh, in recent years, if you look at government spending, uh, it's shifting more towards the health-oriented institutions uh, of the government. Uh, that's a reflection of the fact that the cutting edge of the economy has, is becoming more biology-based. That includes uh, computers, the Internet, uh, satellites, um, most of the rest of the IT uh, revolution that finally exploded in the late 90s uh, in a tech bubble, uh, but also much else, uh, civilian aircraft, uh, advanced machine tools, pharmaceuticals, biotechnology, and a lot more. Uh, The crucial role of the state in economic development should be kept in mind. When we read these days dire warnings about government intervention in the financial system after private management has once again driven it to ruins, this time an unusually severe crisis and one that harms the rich, not just the poor, so it merits special concern. It's also worth recalling that large-scale state intervention in the economy is nothing new. On the contrary, it's always been a central factor in economic development. It's a matter... I wish I had time to... There's no time to review it here, but the history, which I'll skip, is quite quite instructive. Uh, These uh, state-guided modes of economic development require considerable deceit in a society where the public can't be controlled by force. So people can't be told... That the advanced economy relies heavily on the principle that the population pays the costs and takes the risks, and that the uh, profit is eventually privatized, and it eventual can be a long time, uh, sometimes decades, as in the case of computers and the internet, for example. Uh, after World War II, Americans were told that. Uh, their taxes were going to support defense against monsters about to overcome us. That's why it was under a Pentagon cover. Uh, so, for example, uh, in the mid-60s when LBJ warned that uh, there are only 150 million of us and there, there are 3 billion of them, and if might makes right, they're going to sweep over us and take what we have, uh, so we have to stop them in Vietnam. And if that sounds familiar it's because it is. Uh, for those who are concerned with to understand the realities of the whole Cold War system of control of the public, there's a very obvious moment to inspect carefully. Now that's just twenty years ago, at the time of the fall of the Berlin Wall, and what followed later. Now the celebration of the twentieth anniversary this November, it's already begun with ample coverage. That's surely going to increase as the date approaches. But the uh, very revealing policy implications of what followed have been ignored, as in the past and probably this coming November, except on Democracy Now! Uh, the, uh, what happened after the Berlin Wall film? Well, the Bush-1 administration reacted immediately. It issued a new national security strategy and a a budget proposal, which laid out what our new course will be after the collapse of uh, what Kennedy called the uh, monolithic and ruthless conspiracy to conquer the world, Reagan's evil empire. It was gone. And now that it was gone, the uh, whole framework of propaganda collapsed. So what was the response of the planners in the Bush administration? Very straightforward. In brief, everything will go on exactly as before, but with new pretexts. So we still need the same huge military system, uh, but for a new reason. Literally, because of the technological sophistication of third world powers. Nobody left. We have to maintain We have to maintain what they call the defense industrial base. It's a standard euphemism for high-tech industry, Uh, the system whereby the public pays the costs and takes the risks, and uh, high-tech industry gets the profits. Uh, We uh, also, have, they said, have to maintain intervention forces uh, directed mostly at the Middle East. And then comes this interesting phrase, directed at the Middle East, where the threats to our interests that required military intervention could not be laid at the Kremlin's door. In other words, sorry folks, we've been lying to you for 50 years, but now the
2: clouds have lifted so you can see if you choose to, and few chose to. Noam Chomsky is a professor of linguistics at MIT. This was from an event that was honoring the 40th anniversary of his classic publication, American Power and the New Mandarins. The speech was given at Riverside Church in New York at the end of June. This is the KPFA 2009 Summer Fund Drive. I'm Mitch Jezrich, and this is the time where we are down to our potentially, what shall I say here, we need to raise still about eighty. Thousand dollars to be able to make our goal of $300,000. And it's that $300,000 we have to make. We can't come up short this time. We've come up short a few times in the previous... Fund drives, but we've gone through our savings, and now we are at the point of where we are really having to turn to our audience, our listeners, the people that we've made this deal with. We'll bring you independent media. We'll be accountable to you, and a few times a year, we ask you to do your part by donating to this radio station. That's what keeps this radio station independent. That's what keeps it Free from corporate control. That's what allows us to bring you the likes of Noam Chomsky. That was Noam Chomsky. In a moment, we're going to also be hearing from Michael Eric Dyson. We'll also hear from Chris Hedges, Eduardo Galeano, and Dave Zirin. But I have some good news here. Not only are we looking for your support and to show how much we appreciate that support, we have an incredible package that includes the entire speech of it. We just heard a small excerpt of Noam Chomsky. Also, Includes Eduardo Galliano and Chris Hedges, Michael Eric Dyson, John Pilger, and Dave Zirin, six CD set. Now, here's the here's the kind of the deal, and I, and if you've been looking for a deal, I I think we have one for you. Now, each of these six CDs individually, we would have to offer for a pledge of sixty dollars. Put those together, and we are looking at three hundred and sixty dollar premium, but. This afternoon, we are offering it for a third of that price at $120. You can get the CDs, the speeches of Eduardo Galeano, Chris Hedges, Noam Chomsky, Michael Eric Dyson, John Pilger, and Dave Zirin. But you got to give us a call. 1-800-439-5732. 439 Two. Again, we are about $85,000 from our goal of $300,000. That's the amount of money we have to raise in order to keep paying the bills that provide electricity, that keeps the transmitter running, the basic necessities to keep KPFA on the air. That is what we're doing now. That's what we're coming to you for. We've been coming to our audience here in the Bay Area for 60 years, the first independent, the first public radio station in the country, born in 1949. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. KPFA has blazed a trail through modern American history at Every movement from 1949 on, every progressive movement, KPFA has been at the heart of it. We have to make sure that continues. The times are too important right now for us not to be able to have the voices that KPFA commonly brings to the airwaves. This is the only place that many of the people that you hear here on this radio station actually get a voice. And it's vital that voices that are calling for a single-payer healthcare system or that voices that warn of an energy bill that's about to create uh, uh, some kind of like a market paralleling the stock market concerning cap and trade. It's important that voices who say, you know, maybe we should rethink this quote-unquote good war. It's important that these voices remain a part of the public discourse. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about being able to pay the bills so that we can continue to be a part of the public discourse. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. These are tumultuous times, times of change and turmoil. These are times when KPFA is crucially needed and you are crucially needed, because your pledge allows those who may not be able to afford to pledge right now to still have access to this type of information. It's about the world we live in. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. In a moment, we are going to hear from Michael Eric Dyson, but we need to get a few more callers because we're still quite a bit away from our ultimate goal. And that goal of $300,000 is no joke. It's not to add a little bit of padding. It's not to go towards savings because we have been coming somewhat short, not incredibly short, but short enough over uh, really since this recession hit. We've been coming up short. And that's understandable. And we've had to tighten our belts. We've had to live a bit more uh, an austere way of of going about things. And that is understood. That's the way times are right now. Each one of us understands that. However, what we're talking about now are the critical elements of keeping a radio station going. And that's what we've come to you for sixty years for. one eight hundred four three 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 Hit. We've been coming up short, and that's understandable. We've had to tighten our belts. We've had to live a bit more uh, an austere way of, of going about things, and that is understood. That's the way times are right now. Each one of us understands that. However, what we're talking about now are the critical elements of keeping a radio station going, and that's what we've come to you for sixty years for. One 439 5-7-3-2. 1-800-439-5732. Again, we have a tremendous deal right now that we're offering a pack. Six C D set. If we were to do these individually, it would end up being three hundred and sixty dollars. But we are offering it the six C D set for your pledge of one hundred and twenty dollars. Ten dollars a month. Is it worth it to you to have KPFA on the air, to have these voices, to remain part of the public discourse? That's the question. The six-CD set, you get Eduardo Galeano, Chris Hedges, Noam Chomsky, Michael Eric Dyson, John Pilger, and Dave Zirin. Those are some heavy hitters right there. I hope that right now you will do what you can uh, by giving us a call at 1-800-439-5732. We're now going to turn to another featured intellectual in this pack, Michael Eric Dyson. Michael Eric Dyson is a writer, teacher, radio host, and is an ordained Baptist minister. He's also one of the most important intellectuals around today. And he's a university professor of sociology at Georgetown in Washington, D.C. He recently spoke here in Oakland on May 29th at Marcus Books about his new book, Can You Hear Me Now? This is Michael Eric Dyson.
0: Obama is now president. Great job on the economy, because they hand a the black man the keys to a sinking ship. Let the Negroes have it now. It's a Kirk time. Yeah, it's really good. Hey, come on, be president. Don't you want to be one? He hired the Clintonites, because he said they had the experience. Same argument white folk always make when they say black folk ain't got the experience or Latinos, they got the experience of women, ain't got the experience. So we got to go with the people who already know what they're doing. So when they hit the ground, they'll know what they're doing with that gun dog. Don't you have a new argument about the celebration of diversity and the distribution of merit as a social good that allows people access to jobs? Are you making the same argument? Wow, interesting. Then you hire fewer people for your cabinet than George George Bush really though that's that's all you can find we will not judge according to demographics but to merit ain't that what they always told us and if it was judged based on that, you wouldn't even be the president because you ain't the first brother to have merit to be the president I love you you cold but you ain't the coldest So now, what redounds to us negatively is the fact that Mr. Obama implicitly plays to notions of racial solidarity that he disputed during his run-up to the White House. How do I know this? Because, you see, Hillary Clinton, had she become president, couldn't trade on racial identification to satisfy our need for representation. She got to come with policies, because you ain't a sister. Obama plays implicitly racial identification in opposition to and in substitute for policy. Oh, when he was asked on television, Mr. Obama, tell us what specifically you will do for black people. He gave a weak and meandering answer, uncharacteristic of his sharp mind and bright tongue. He said, well, basically, I do policies that are universal and a rising tide. Basically, to to paraphrase him, will lift all boats. Well, really, though? So when you go to the hospital, one medicine fits all sick people. The aspirin that is good for the hangnail also addresses the cancer patient. You got to be targeted in your medicine. And people say, well, give him a chance. I hear you. I gave him a chance from the getty up. The reason I kept my mouth shut during the campaign and I disagreed with him on a bunch of stuff is because I didn't want Negroes going, give him a chance. Let him get in. And when he get in, then say something. Well, he got in and I'm saying something. Now, 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 he's doing a brilliant job in many areas. Ain't no doubt about that. Foreign policy, when he goes over to Turkey and tells them, I know what it means to be Muslim. <laughs> People in my family. My name is Barack Hussein. Obama. Oh, my God. What a difference three months makes. First, they're trying to clown him with that. Then, he owns up to it. And he tells the Muslim world, I will be your friend and not your enemy. He tells Europe... Stop the anti-Americanism, but he also admits that America is full of hubris and pride and is arrogant. So he does a beautiful job. But why is it that Mr. Obama can't grapple with the fundamental American sin? Now, we know that they got him under a microscope, and anything he does, they're trying to figure out, is he helping the Negroes? Is he helping the Negroes? Is he helping the Negro? Are they getting more money than us? Are they paying less for gas than us? You know they got him under microscope. But they tell us when Mr. Obama became president, no more excuses for black people. Didn't you hear that? No more excuses, Negroes. You must all now strive with excellence towards your goal in a post-racial society where all the barriers have been removed. Really? Even black folk were saying that. I ain't got no more excuses, man. I'm brushing my teeth every morning now. Yeah, I thought that was kind of ludicrous, but I understood it. See, when you go down to a Dominican Republic and find a boy that can hit a ball 100 miles an hour out to park 50 times a year, you don't go, Dominicans, you have no more excuses. You go, can we get some more Dominicans up in the major leagues? So, America, you ain't got no excuse. We done found Barack Obama. If you done found a brother to be president, you can find somebody to run NASA. He did. You can find somebody to be a Fortune 500 CEO. You can find people to do everything. You said we didn't have no need for Negroes to do, or Latinos, or women, or First Nation, or indigenous people, or, or Americans with disability. So it ain't no more excuse. And guess what? Ain't no more excuse for Obama. You're going to tell me it's hard up here for a president. <laughs> I mean, what's the guy to do? I'm the most powerful man in the world. I have a jet that takes me anywhere I want, a chef that makes whatever food I want. At 24 hours, I got the EMS following me when I go get a hamburger to keep Mike Dyson from getting to work on time. (laughs) And you complaining? You knew it was a tough job! You knew that white people necessarily didn't understand and so part of your job is to make clear that if you love black people from whom you emerge you do not hate white people you are not against caucasians you are universal because you believe that all people should be helped i believe the american president should address race not the black president not the white president not the latino president the american president you are not exempt from consideration and guess what you shouldn't expect more of barack obama than you do any other president but you better not expect less (laughs) you mean to tell me when barack obama didn't go to the u.n conference on racism and we beat george bush into the ground negroes ain't said a word you're wrong you mean when barack obama said the reason he didn't go to the u.n conference on racism besides his defense of israel which receives three of every right one out of three of every american foreign policy dollars Right? I ain't mad. Secure Israel. Secure Palestine. Netanyahu's a right-wing conservative who is arguing against the two-state solution. Ramping up in Afghanistan, Mr. Obama.
2: Michael Eric Dyson was named by Ebony Magazine as one of the 100 most influential black Americans. He's the author of 16 books, including Holler If You Hear Me Now, it is Bill Crosby Wright, and I may not get there with you, the true Martin Luther King Jr. He's currently a professor of sociology at Georgetown University. He recently spoke here in Oakland on May 29th at Marcus Books, and he was speaking about his new book, Can You Hear Me Now? This is the KPFA 2009 Summer Fun Drive. We are in the final days of the drive, and we're trying to raise ultimately throughout the entire drive to be able to get to September, to be able to pay all the things we need to pay our bills primarily to be able to keep this radio station on the air so that we can bring you the voices like Michael Eric Dyson. We are offering this speech by Michael Eric Dyson as part of a six-CD set. Other speeches include Noam Chomsky, Professor of linguistics at MIT, Eduardo Galeano, author of Mir, Stories of Almost Everyone. He's also world-renowned Uruguayan author of the book, The Open Veins of Latin America. That's the book that Hugo Chavez presented to Barack Obama uh, earlier in the year at the Summit of the Americas. We'll also hear from Dave Zirin, who is a cultural, cultural critic and, and sports columnist, as well as... Uh, as well as Chris Hedges. Of course, Chris Hedges is a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist. Now, six CDs. Those six people that we just said, some heavy-hitting intellectuals right there, journalists, authors, people who really examine the world we're living in today, all six of those speeches were made, I would say, within the last month. Fresh, new material. Six CDs. If we were to offer each of these CDs individually, we would do it for $60. Add that up, it would be $360. But we are offering them all together as a package for just a third of the price, $120. $120 pledge to KPFA and all six of those speeches will be yours in a CD set. Our number is 1-800-439-5732. one 800 439 5732. In a moment, we are going to hear from Chris Hedges. I will give the number again. I hope as many people as possible will call. Oftentimes, when we do a package like this, we get many people calling at the end, and sometimes it even floods our volunteers with calls, and it gets a little bit harder uh to be able to get through when everyone's calling at once. Well, right now, all of our lines are open. You can easily get in. One of our wonderful volunteers who are dedicating their time to this project will be able to take your call. I don't think it would take more than two minutes to finish this process. 1-800-439-5732. one 800 439 As the world's first listener-sponsored radio station, KPFA has blazed a trail through modern American history, giving birth to the Pacifica Radio Network. And Pacifica Radio Network gave birth to Democracy Now! Pacifica Radio and KPFA has won every major award in radio, and it has helped shape this medium in this country. It is a true historic as well as modern-day treasure of our society, of our culture. one 800 439-5732, 1-800-439-5732. 439 5732 439 5732 Again, with your pledge of $120, you will get six CDs, six hours worth of information with the likes of Eduardo Galliano, Chris Hedges, Noam Chomsky, Michael Eric Dyson, John Pilger, and Dave Zirin. And as you think about whether or not now is the time to give, I would say don't just give for yourself, but pledge for people who rely on KPFA, but perhaps right now they can't pledge. Pledge for people who haven't discovered KPFA yet. Pledge for that kid, and I was that kid um, some 20 years ago, in which I was just going through the radio dial, and suddenly I and I was growing up in a small town, not not the most. It wasn't Berkeley, it wasn't San Francisco, some town off the Delta. I came across ninety four point one, and suddenly I realized there was a whole other world out there, a whole other community, and it 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 built community, and that's what we're talking about. That's why we are community radio. One 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439- Five seven three two is KPFA worth ten dollars a month to you? Is and again the reason why we ask for your funds for your support is because we don't go to the big funders. We don't go to Chevron and we don't go to Walmart and we have no major underwriters. And that is what has allowed us to remain independent. You you're a part of this with us. You are a part of this experiment. You are a part of this project. You've been a part of it for 60 years. First public radio station in the country. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. We're now going to turn to Chris Hedges,
0: currently.